I'm actively testing out a new LinkedIn in-mail prospecting strategy that I want to share with you here today. As soon as I identify a prospect that I want to set up a meeting with in one of my target accounts, I add them to my sequence. A sequence is basically a combination of activities and tasks over a fixed number of days so that you can increase the likelihood of gaining the prospect's attention and actually setting up the meeting. Step number one on day number one is a manual email. Also on day number one, about 30 minutes later, step number two, we have a cold call that's triggered. Step number three on day number three is another cold call. Step number four, also on day number three, is an auto email that I pre-populated a message and that's sent to the prospect. Step number five on day number five is another cold call. As you guys know, I love to cold call. And then finally, step number six on day number six, we have a LinkedIn in-mail that we send to the prospect. The concept of a LinkedIn in-mail may not be new to you here today for those of you who actively use LinkedIn Sales Navigator like I do, but let me talk about the strategy behind this because desperate times call for desperate measures. I thought August was slow from a pipeline generation standpoint. September proved to be even slower. I'm optimistic that October is gonna be the biggest and best month yet despite the macroeconomic uncertainty, we still have a war in Ukraine. There's a lot of problems going on right now and I anticipate that the economy will continue to get worse. So if we're not constantly sharpening our salt and changing up our strategies, then we're gonna get left behind the competition. The cold call is never going away, so that needs to be a component of your strategy. The cold email is also really important. People's time is really busy, so if you can set meetings via email, it's really efficient. The LinkedIn in-mail is basically another version of the cold email, just through a different channel. The very first step after I identify a prospect, I send them a manual email, which is a cold email out of the blue, and it's very time-consuming to write a true manual email. A lot of people think I'll do volume, I'll do no customization and send bulk emails. That's one strategy. If you're doing true enterprise sales, it's really not sustainable. I find myself in a corporate mid-market account executive sales job, $216,000 a quarter quota, average deal size anywhere from 15 to 20K. So I need volume and I need personalization. So that's step one manual email. I do my best to truly customize the email based on looking at the prospect's LinkedIn page to see maybe have they worked at a previous company that is a customer of my company today. What does it say they actually focus on? What do they care about? Are they sharing articles? I'm also looking at the company's website to see do they have some sort of mission or vision statement right there on the home page that I can use as the subject line. I've made videos regarding my strategy for the manual email, so I'm not gonna go too deep into it here today. Next, you have the cold call. If you can reach somebody in the moment on a cold call, that's still my favorite way and what I, what I view as the purest way to set a meeting because you're able to capture them at a moment in time, talk to them. Most of the time, they're not gonna answer. And one strategy for answer rate is you can either call with a local presence which means your phone number automatically updates to the prospect's local area code so it shows up like you're somebody from their hometown or maybe friend family. Or you can call with your direct phone number which is your, most likely your cell phone number. I previously called with local presence but I think the prospects have caught on to this because if you get a call from your home area code and you don't have the number saved, 
your default is this is a telemarketer, they're solicitate, they're trying to solicit my time, I'm just not gonna answer it. So they've caught on to that strategy. So I believe the direct phone number dial has increased my answer rates. So I'm cold calling, I'm leaving the voice message. In the voice message, you don't need to go too deep into who you are or why they should meet. It's more so direct them to the email. And if you've truly put in some effort to that manual email, at least you'll have a fighting chance of getting their attention. Next, we make a few more calls. We have another auto email, it's a little bit more generic. When we get to the LinkedIn in-mail step, the reason I added this in is because when you send an in-mail, it's, it sends them a notification to their phone and through LinkedIn. So you're really getting two opportunities at two different channels to get their attention. What I do is I basically go into that first manual email I sent, I copy the email body, I copy the subject line, I go to the LinkedIn in-mail messenger tab and I will copy and paste exactly what I said but what I'll do is I'll do another skim through and I'll ask myself, I'll say, Trent, how can I make this better? And I'll, do, I'll, I'll focus just a couple minutes on making that one note even better than the first note that was relatively customized. I haven't been doing this strategy as consistent as I would like to be, meaning I just started this about a week and a half ago, but I had the idea because in the past, I've done LinkedIn in-mails, I've even done the strategy, I, I, I learned this um, as well from a sales training, is if you're a first connection with a prospect on LinkedIn, you can send them a voice message on your phone via the Messenger tab, which is pretty interesting. But most of the time, I'm not connecting with the prospects, and I'm gonna explain that dynamic in a moment. But with the LinkedIn in-mail, I'm copying that first manual email, I'm trying to make it even better, and I'm sending it off. I've done this sporadically in the past, but I've now added this step in my sequence so that it's forcing me to stay disciplined with it. Because if you have LinkedIn Sales Navigator, the premium subscription, which I have through my company, you get 150 credits. So there's really no excuse why you are not using all 150 of those credits. So I wanted to share this with you here today. One, just to give you another idea of how you might be able to go get some pipeline in a more creative way. But two, to keep myself accountable because I plan to continue sending these LinkedIn in-mails and I'm gonna report back to you guys with the results um, because I, I think that it has, it has a lot of upside. Next, as you think about actual LinkedIn strategy, go connect with me on LinkedIn if we're not connected already. I have over 15,000 followers. I've been posting consistently for a long time and I believe there's two distinct strategies that a user could use LinkedIn for. Number one is how I'm using it today. It's to build your personal brand inside and outside the company. Inside the company, people will know your name, you will be scrutinized more, but you'll also have that attention. And I, I don't wanna say you can get away with things other people can't, but I think it's a cool experience when you're posting content, it resonates with people you work with, they message you, they come ask you to speak. It's just a really cool feeling. And, and I also think that down the line, it will help with the political promotion piece when I get deeper in my career. Outside of your company, if you have a personal brand outside of your company, it will open you up and make you a more lucrative job candidate if you do need to leave your company. And it will also open up the opportunity to garner attention so that if you have a product service or even a solution that you can take to market, you'll have an advantage because you'll already have that built-in distribution. So that's been my experience with the personal brand. I do it to gain the attention and to help people. The other strategy I see people using LinkedIn is solely from a value add to prospect standpoint to generate pipeline. 
meaning you are connecting with all of the potential prospects that you want to meet with, your, that you're existing meeting with today, so that they're a first connection. And then you're posting content on LinkedIn that's specifically designed to add value or gain the interest of those buyer personas that you're connecting with. The problem I've ran into is I create content for salespeople and the buyer persona that I sell to is HR people. So there's, there's not alignment there. If I do end up selling a product that's to salespeople, then I do believe I'll start connecting with them, but I really don't connect with the prospects because I'm not interested in trying to engage with their stuff. I'm just interested in posting and building my own brand. Finally, as you're thinking about where do I add prospects to sequence, how do I do it? Where do I find people? We use a tool called Outreach. Um, they're not a sponsor, it's just a tool we use. I, we spend a lot of money with them, so I certainly would say that you probably find cheaper options out there if you're not in a big business. Um, but it allows me to track my sequences to do all these tasks. And then we use Salesforce for our CRM. What I've been doing recently, and I know it sounds obvious, or it sounds like low-hanging fruit, the warmth, but I'm truly just going to my existing customer list I have 20, 30 customers. And how often do you look at your customer list and you just say, nah, they're maxed out on spend. Uh, I met with them last month. They don't want to speak with me. Uh, they, uh, da, da, da. You make up these excuses as to why you don't think there's anything there. When in reality, the most opportunity is with the accounts that are already spending money with you, that you've already proven value, that you already have relationships. So I'm going through all of my customer accounts I'm saying, are there additional buyer personas in these accounts that can benefit from additional products that I'm able to sell? Because the talk track, you don't want point solutions. You want to consolidate with the vendor. It will lead to cost savings and greater value through more insights across the business. I'm reaching out to all these accounts and I'm just getting meetings with them. I don't care if they don't plan to buy for another year or two years. Maybe by meeting with them, it opens up an opportunity that I never saw in the first place. It just comes down to building the relationships. And the, the most important insight I have for you guys here today that I'm gonna say at the very end is you know exactly what you want. You want to set meetings, to generate pipeline, to make more money, to get your commission checks. Take a step back and ask yourself, what do your prospects want? How are they incentivized? What would make them more successful? What are their problems? What do they care about? What would help them get promoted? Put yourself in their shoes and, and actually ask yourself, what do they want? And use that frame in your outreach when you're reaching out to them from the context of, I want to set up a meeting with you. My company does X, Y, Z to you oversee VP of HR other folks that we meet with typically care about X, Y, Z. Oh, um, you are probably busy serving your people, so you don't have time to review new ideas, um, but do you know anyone that can help me? And you're framing it from the perspective of how it's gonna benefit them and, and bringing that, that value to them because the relationships are a value exchange. You are exchanging ideas, information, technology, and your time in exchange for their trust, their access, and their financial commitments. I'm looking for a commitment from you right now. If you resonate with this message, if you wanna surround yourself with other like-minded driven sales professionals, click the first link in the description below to join my inner circle. There's over 70 members in it here today. You get access to the group Discord. 
um, networking opportunities, sharing like-minded ideas. And we also lead a weekly live call. I lead it every Sunday where I share what's top of mind for me, what, I'm, what I've been learning, and I answer all of your questions as well. So I will see you there. Happy prospecting, happy pipeline, happy life.